When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do you think? I have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> it's the sound of the U.S. Open, which starts tomorrow, right here in Los Angeles. Mine would just be a lot of splashing. And <laughs> yeah, if you play thud. that, <laughs> yeah. If you play that, I'd be like, oh, golf. <laughs> <laughs> Four, right? And clank and the sound of the uh, glass club. breaking for a <laughs> whole bunch close by. That would have that would have helped me out. That kind of a nice little rhythm. It's motivational. Like ready to start doing some push-ups. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to be out at LACC on Friday all day long. Tell and me that's not motivational. I'm going to just I'm going to put in my AirPods and I'm just going to walk around and listen to this the entire time. Why is Trav jogging? Exactly. <laughs> that's Century City Mall. That's where I have to park. I know. It's close, but it's... How close? Close. <laughs> Less than two miles. And then they shuttle you in, I think. If we're walking, I'm turning around driving back to the yeah, I don't think in the morning. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say, ah, I'm good. I don't need a shuttle. So the boy, my, my oldest son, Bobby, he was out there yesterday for practice rounds. He said it was just unbelievable. Mm. Just Everything that has come out is like people are going to be blown away by this. I know I'm a golf guy, and I know that no, it's but kind that's... Of a narrow little silo for people. But having a national event, big time in event, LA, yeah, first time in 75 years, can't wait. Was he there for uh, for work, or did he just get a one of his time? buddy's dads is a uh, or was a tour photographer, so they got some like some day passes oh, for uh, awesome. the the practice rounds. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait. How long should I stay? That's the question. You said you're getting there super early. We're going to try to get there around 7 or so. I think the first groups go out around 7.30. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be there early. And then you could you know, follow a, a group. I could set up a shop. and I could do both. I could be there for all day. It's, it's literally an all-day event. I think you're going to follow. I think you want to see the... But you should follow. I want to see the whole course. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You want to kind of just go there and, hey, here's hole four again. I want to be on the lookout for members so I can try to weasel my way into an invitation. What would that conversation be? You, see, this is the thing. There's a, there's, a, there's a dance to these things. Okay. You have to make it known that you like to play golf, mm-hmm. that you are a, a, a golfer, right? Not that you will just occasionally play, but that you, are, that you play regularly. Play that, fast. That you play fast. That you are in a relatively easy hang. Yep. And that you also what, what is a, a, a nice little nugget to drop, but you got to be very careful about how you do it because if you is, do it clumsily, is what how much your house is worth? No, oh. but I've played places like this before, and I always have such a great. I never had the mm. opportunity. You can't be like, well, I've played over here. That that's not going to work. What if just, you wear something that indicates that you were at a really nice club or golf tricky. course before? Because then you could be one of those guys that's trying to peacock it a little bit. You, mm. you got to It's a very subtle dance. It, there, it's a lot of unspoken. Language. <laughs> you bring your Mandy with you. <laughs> I could do that. Say you're there just for the zip line. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could do that too. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be a good day. So have you get few. there about seven mm-hmm. seven thirty. They start and. You're not leaving till three, four, five o'clock. I don't believe that. I think you're staying till like nine thirty p.m. <laughs> I can't. That won't happen because I have turn a, this up a little. I, I have a prior engagement Friday night that I need to be back for. Yeah, you won't go. <laughs> I wish it were as easy as that.
you understand where I'm going. Makes sense. Yeah. There are some things you, you got to go to. Mm-hmm. Other things you can skip. Can't skip this one. Okay. I'd like to, but you can't do it. All right, Emily. So I want you to hit Slee with what you hit me with this morning with the Dodgers and the very obvious problem they have in the bullpen. I just want to give yeah. you some some quick numbers right here. With the game tied in the eighth or ninth inning, the Dodgers are 2-10. and ten. With the game tied at any point after the sixth inning, the Dodgers are 6-22, and 22, which means they're in a bunch of these games and the bullpen can't hold on to them. The, the bullpen is perpetually spitting the yep. bit at the end of games. Yeah, again, specifically at the end of the games, the eighth and ninth, the closing quote-unquote position. Okay, Just score so- four runs in the first inning like yesterday. <laughs> they lead the league in first inning runs. Mm. All right, so here's this layout, and I, I preface this with if I'm – Totally out of pocket. I'm totally out of pocket. Whatever. All right. So we do know that the starting pitching isn't necessarily the problem with the Dodgers this season. They have they don't fill guys in. They've had guys that have gone deep enough, and they have been okay. The only problem with the starting pitching mm-hmm. just haven't been healthy. Right. Exactly. But yeah. it seems as if they can get some guys from their minor leagues to come up and and, and fill it in. Urias is injured. Mm-hmm. All right. At least right now he's injured. Had the setback last weekend. He has been a closer in the past for the mm-hmm. Dodgers. All right, he we, we, you need a closer right now. That's the biggest glaring problem right now for the Dodgers. He also is probably going to leave this offseason. We all can agree that he's probably going to leave this offseason, and the Dodgers could either pitch his arm off and use him as a starter for as long as possible, or you could say, hey, this is what we need right now. We need you to be a, a closer. You're a good closer. You can, in the World Series is a closer. Exactly. Yeah. And that can be your your new role with us, and you can take it or leave it kind of thing because we know you're leaving already. We don't have to care about preserving this relationship because it's already gone. All right, so what about entertaining Orias coming back at the end of the season as a closer? I don't like it. Tell you why I don't like it. I think that it, it's there's a perception that you may leave, too, with Julio when he does leave that goes past Julio that there could be other pitchers that are looking at the situation or looking how they treated Julio and say, this is one of the best pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. He is an ace. He's the ace that started off your year. But you needed to solve a problem. The Dodgers needed a closer. So to solve your problem, that's on your organization to go solve that problem. Why are you taking your ace and saying, hey, go close the ninth? On top of that, you're going to tell me you don't want Julio as a starter? I mean to have to have Julio come in in the ninth inning at times when that that setup is there. You might not use Julio for. But, you, but if you're Julio, you can pre- preserve your innings pitched. Okay, you can. You're not going to injure yourself for the Dodgers anymore. You're going to have. You're only less gonna, wear and tear conceivably. Yes, conceivably than pitching six, seven innings on a rotation for the Dodgers. So you you save yourself for the for the free agency. It's a it's an interesting. The concept of it, because he has pitched and closed out games before, but that also might be part of the reason why Julio's also looking at the Dodgers and saying, damn, they're still effing with me. When she laid this out, Mm -hmm. my first reaction was, "Get, get, wait, hold on, wait, because it makes a ton of sense. It will never happen. It will never happen for one simple reason. Julio won't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's why. But the theory of it is you 
actually, I'm not saying they're all great options, but you have multiple options in your starting rotation, right? They're not great. You've got Stone, you've got Grove, you know, Miller looks great. You've got Kershaw, you've got Gonsolin. You've got some guys that can start game. You could, you could have Bueller back in Bueller September, potentially, potentially. You may potentially. You could cobble together some sort of five guys to start games. You do not have anybody in your organization that can pitch the last part of the game. D- Daniel Hudson's the one guy they're talking about. The answer is like it, it solves or Evan two Phillips, problems, even though you need him to kind of do everything. Really, they, if they were going to do that, wouldn't they have done that? They've had a couple of seasons where they've very clearly opted not to do but that. But also, the market out there has starting pitchers. It doesn't it necessarily does, have a, has a closer. And it doesn't. It the 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 fly in the ointment mm-hmm. is why there. Here, if I'm Julio or Huli's agent and they float this idea to me, it's what's in it for me? I'm about to hit free agency as a starting pitcher. Those guys get paid a lot more than closers. I am a starting pitcher. But to your point, I was your number one opening guy. Now their argument could be, yeah, but you haven't pitched like it. You know, the, the argument could be, you've been okay, but you haven't been great. It kind of half solves two problems. The only problem is there's nothing in it for Julio. Hmm. And and Julio would say, I, you guys are already kind of did me dirty the last time. They could say, did you dirty? We won you the World Series. We won the World Series together. This is this is good for all of us. The agent would never sign off on it. The, the player would never sign off on it. The interesting what she said, at, ultimately at the end of the day, if you already feel like you're losing the guy. Oh, he's... he's Okay, so bye-bye. if that's there, then you don't really have to accommodate anymore. To no, him. you don't, but you at least... Because if you say, I want you to pitch out of the bullpen, he says, I'm not doing that. You'd rather have him pitch than not pitch. I, I would not do it. I would not I would not would present the it? idea of having him come in as the closer. I would not. I'd float it. I, I, and, and I'd wait for the no, and when he said no, I'd go, okay, and then just go back to the way I'm doing it. Because it's, it's a weird solution to a big problem. He's, he's good back there. Mm-hmm. He's been really good up front, too, but you have – some options up there. It's 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 an inelegant solution to a really complicated problem. Wouldn't another solution be go try to get another arm? Who? There's there's just there you, you look at who's out there, the 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 options to acquire are really slim. Mm-hmm. Starting pitching, the one guy that kind of jumps off the page as two guys, I guess, Corbin Burns from Milwaukee, Shane Bieber from the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Those are the two guys that seem like they may or may not be available. But if you got those guys, those guys are your number one or number two, right? Beyond that, it's uh, the closers that are available. Uh. How many starters do you have to have that you pretty much are depending on come postseason? Four. Four? They'll be in an interesting spot if health is going to be everything. Don't count Walker Bueller. Just pay attention to Julio's going to get a start. Kershaw's going to get a start. Agreed? Uh, yes. Gonsolin's yes. going to get a start. Yes. Oh, you can. If Bobby Miller's healthy, he's pitching in the postseason. May is going to get a start. No, I, I, I don't think you can count on him at all. Okay, then, then let's say Bobby Miller. Yeah. The only reason why I'm saying let's find the four is because health will have a lot to do with it, and I'm not talking about health of those four guys, which of course they have to be healthy. Sure. It's the other players that if they're healthy as well, then you got some more bullpen it's a help. Clumsy solution, but it's it. It sounds crazy until you really kind of start to because let's do it. Miller, Kershaw, Gonsolin, figure out number four. But I got the ninth inning figured out. Now we just got to figure out the number four guy. Maybe it's May. Maybe it's uh, Gavin Stone. One of these, and he's a big time or prospect. Like a middling guy in the market. Uh, you, or you do a bullpen day. You know that that's which in, they in, definitely they, do. They, yep. they everybody in the big mm-hmm. leagues does it now. It's not super uncommon, but at least I know I got a guy, a hammer coming out. 
the agent would never let it happen. The player would never ever happen. Emily, you can run my my team. And it'll we'll, we'll either be awesome or we'll all be fired within two Again, weeks. This could be totally out of pocket. <laughs> probably is totally out of pocket. But you know, it's it's something that's there in a, in a thought exercise because it's so desperate in that closing position. When, when is he? He had the setback. Do we know when he's coming back? They it looks like at least a couple more weeks. Mary, he was supposed to pitch on Sunday, yeah. and they're like, mm, nope, not yep. doesn't nope that didn't look right. Give it a couple more weeks. So I don't Wait know. A couple more weeks, M- maybe. Yeah. And, and okay, a couple more weeks is July. Mm-hmm. All right, there's still a lot nine of time, games, but nine less. games, nine games over five hundred, and they basically Julio has missed a big chunk, and Dustin May has bi- missed a big chunk. That's that's. Syndergaard's was terrible, awful. So, but but that was performance based. Yeah, right. These two were they're not available. We got some phone calls on this, and you you just kind of broached this up. You said they're nine games over five hundred, and it doesn't feel like a realistic possibility. But is there a scenario where if they don't fix it, they just miss altogether? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Emily, you might be an evil genius. Emily blew your mind. She really did. Yeah. Because it on this, it, it will never, ever... Ha- it, the only chance Julio Urias is coming out of the pen for the Dodgers at the end of the season is if it's a Game 7 situation yeah. and he pitched in Game 5 as a starter and right. it's like, it's hey, the end we of the need season. you. Right. right? The old Randy Johnson coming in for the D-backs back mm-hmm. in the day as, as a relief pitcher, but... I, I can't just totally dismiss it because it just feels like kind of solved. It doesn't fix it perfectly, but it it, it feels. Cre- eh. I think what it does, and they've they've already dealt with this so far this year. You you, you clog one hole, you you fix one hole, but then there's a leak still on the other side, You're right? It's a little bit of that. Now at the same time, you could say, well, Julio hasn't been there for. A few starts now, and when he was starting, it's not like he was... He was okay. He was okay. Yeah. He wasn't the Julio that you were expecting coming into the season. So I think it, it, it raises some questions, but I do feel like you plugged, you 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 sealed one hole, and then there's another what's hole weird, What's been weird about Julio's season is that he's either been great or kind of bad. Yeah. Right? There, there hasn't been that, yeah, it was okay tonight. It, it's either been lights out, which he's done three, four, five times, or... Dude, what's the matter with Julio three or four or five times? It's been a weird season for him. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Downey and our pal Jason. Jason, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Good morning, guys. So I really do like Emily's approach by just telling them, what do you ask? Like, hey, we need you. This is what you're going to do. You're out of here anyways. That's fine. 
but I just I just told her it's not gonna work. I don't know what has happened since he won that World Series for us, but I just feel like he struggles those first two three innings. So to kind of put the last inning in his hands, I don't feel very confident. So I, I would rather them maybe find one of those arms they have to bring him up, throw him out there, or just to package and go get you know closer. So like Al said, it's it's the organization's job. Have a good day, guys. Thanks, Jay. Couple of things here. Number one, you're right. He does seem to struggle in the first inning, early in the ball game. You know what? I, if I'm just and this is just me completely speculating here, mm-hmm. but I think it's a it's a decent hypothesis, if nothing else. I think it's adrenaline because when he did come out of the bullpen, he was lights out when he was doing it. Right? That when he does get tagged a little bit early in the game, it gets his adrenaline up. Like, hey, what the heck's going on? And then he locks it down yeah. for the rest of the night. I wonder if it's just one of these. All right, I got to go pitch seven innings. I got to go throw a hundred some odd pitches, and all right, here we go. This is the start of it, and then it's a double off the wall, and another one. It's like, wait, it's one. All right, I'm gonna, and then bang, 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 and he just starts dusting guys. I think there's a adrenaline. Factor. Julio has a to me he has a clutch gene, right? For sure. And I think a lot of times that clutch gene doesn't wake up until you need to be clutch. And I think there's situations or predicaments like you just said. Let's say early in the game. All right, it's early. I got there's. I'm gonna probably go six or seven innings anyways. Um, but the way he pitches with guys on first and second might be a little bit... I got to lock in right here, and I think there's a little bit of that with him. There's a caveat here that I don't think we're giving enough attention to, which is the fact that if an organization requests something of a player, the expectation is that they're going to be a team player. They're going to at least embrace the idea, give it some thought, and potentially go out there and do it. Julio most likely leaving the Dodgers puts him in a position where he needs to show other teams that he's willing to be a team player. And if the Dodgers approach him and say, hey, these are our thoughts. This is where we want you to be. Here's my only question. Has he not shown that he's a team player? He has, in my opinion. Well, that, that's but, the, but that's the only thing. Be, that, this is going to be the resonating thing for teams that are looking at a player to bring into their organization. And this is the last thing The only see. reason why the conversation is brought up is because I think he has been a team player. I agree with you. I think he has been. And I'm going to push back on that a little bit. Julio's really good. Somebody's going to pay him. Sure. He, he, he's really, really good. And somebody's going to go, and hey, look, that wasn't cool what they were asking you to do. I guess, And it won't be where I'm not going to do it. It's, ooh, you know, my knee, it feels like that hamstring thing is kind of, mm. right? It's 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 one of those things. It's Pack not, is sore. Right. It, it's, there's a million different ways. Right? There's a million different. There's going to be a line of teams willing to give Julio Arias a fortune to come pitch for their team regardless of what happens between today and the end of the season if he pitches great the rest of the season line of teams if he pitches mediocre the rest of the season line of teams if he pitches poorly the rest of the season line of teams it's going to be he's going to get very very rich when free agency comes around whether they win the world series or not i think it's very unlikely that he comes back unfortunately i really want him back i think he's terrific for all the reasons we've talked about but it just feels like that the writing's on the wall. Let's here. let's say hypothetically that Shohei was not in play. Mm-hmm. Would we be that confident that Julio's gone? I think so. It's, I, is that I, I not would, weird? I is, would. It, is it not weird to you that, that I honestly don't think Shohei has a ton to do with it, Al? I really don't. I, I think that Shohei is the ultimate replace. You lose one ace and you get another in return who also hits league leading home runs. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's look, if if they off they're gonna offer him something. And is if he it, says is it, yes, they'll be thrilled. Is it just more the 
Dodger philosophy of we're not going to pay what we think the market's going to pay you. I think I think it's a combination of that. They'll go big dollar short term, right? I'm making up numbers here. They'll go. We'll give you four years and we'll give you two hundred million. Making up numbers here. We'll give you yeah. fifty million a year. Somebody like let's use the Angels say we're going to give you eight years and we're going to give three hundred million. Three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's just the security of it all. It's the unknown that you can eliminate as a player. I think that's part of it, and I really don't think you can underestimate. And I've heard this from people who know things and other people who understand things. Okay, I really don't think you can underestimate the fact that the Dodgers have always had him as something other than their guy. They like him, they respect him, they use him, but it's Bueller, it's May, it's Miller, it's Kershaw. He's always been the other guy in their plans. He was the guy that they're using out of the bullpen in weird ways, both last year and in the World Series year. They just they do it, they they ask him to do things they've never asked other people so to do. So can I ask you a question? Why for how good he's been? And for, like you said, how many teams would line up to say, hey, we'll take this guy. A lot of them. And we'll pay whatever we got to pay. Why do you think he's been labeled that way with the Dodgers? Because that doesn't, I mean, you said something to me before. I think there's also, it goes beyond just baseball. He represents a humongous Mexican base in Los Angeles. They had the mariachi band to start off the year, him as the ace. Isn't there more to it than just I, I I have I have a difficult time not understanding why the Dodgers wouldn't have more of a connection of making sure this man ain't going anywhere. Maybe they thought it was going to be all right doing what they did, and they realized that it wasn't. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, like hey, this will work out. It's fine. It's, everybody's going to be on the same page, and then it's like, no, not really, not really. Why, why am I always the one that's asked to do it? Right? Do you think he would take equal money somewhere else? No, I think if the money's the same, if the term is the same, what? Where, where are you going to go? I'm with you. I'm with you. But, but, but the money won't be the same. Mm-hmm. The money won't be the same. So, somebody will go because the Dodgers aren't doing the crazy one. They're not. They 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 never really. They have. let Seager go. They let Seager go. They let Turner, Turner go. go. They let Justin. They, they both Turners, Justin mm-hmm. and Trey Turner. They both said, "No, we can't do that." A bad example, but a much smaller a a, a good example, but the just the the Tyler Anderson. I'm using as an example. Sure. He's not a good example, but it's an example of a team offered more years and more money, and that was enough to say goodbye. Good luck. It's not the it's not the same caliber of a player, no, but, but the, the same, same concept can happen. It's the same principle. And look, when they've paid, think about who they've paid. Okay, who they've paid? They've paid Freddie Freeman, who might win an MVP this year. Certainly in the mix to win an MVP. They've paid Mookie Betts who has performed at MVP caliber levels more or less since he got Which, here. by the way, both of those deals are also incredibly good deals. Yeah, but they're not... Freeman's deal is, it sounds like it, it, it's ridiculous that he only got, what, he gets six years when he six, initially six, signed? Six years, but it's high dollars. But it doesn't seem crazy they, at all for what the guy do does. They don't bad ones, and when they go big, they get, they get a return on it. The one that they went really big on that blew up in their face was Trevor Bauer. Mm-hmm. Admit that you know it was a, it was a bad idea. And that that's just that's the one that's the exception that proves the rule. That you can point to all these good deals that they made, all the good deals that they didn't make, or more to the point, bad deals that they didn't make. Trevor Bauer's the one that when they did it, everybody went, "Really? Uh-oh. All right, good luck with that." And boom. You know what doesn't help a guy like Julio, and I think maybe why I would think more Dodger fans would be really upset. Like this is a type of conversation where. They would say, how are you not going to pay Julio? Yeah. 
But I think what doesn't help Julio, Bobby Miller just comes up and instantly there are players right behind him that are ready to come up and produce at a fraction of what the cost. The reason, that's exactly right, that there's always the next guy and there's nobody that's left that goes, I can't believe we left that guy go. I can't believe he's – there's a Jordan Alvarez. There's some guys that they've traded away that have been really good. But that happens. It, That's of part of does. doing business. Of course it does. You're it's, not going to hit every time. If Trey Turner were in Philadelphia right now putting up MVP type of numbers, it would be like, what you know, and, and the Dodger shortstop situation is what it is yeah. where it's not great. Unfortunately, but you, Lux got injured, so you didn't even give Lux a chance to say, a, hey, but, let me play. Turner's just kind of struggling yeah. to figure it out. They, they haven't had that why did they do this thing and – the Urias thing, I think, is going to be another one of us. He's very like I wouldn't bet my house on it, but I think he's very likely to go. We got some phone calls on it. We'll do that coming it's up. An in expensive just a little house bit. you have. I would not. I really would not do that. It's all right. Factor I haven't cap. seen it personally, nor have I seen the backyard, nor have I ever been backyard there for a small. barbecue. Well, maybe one of these days. We'll see. Probably not. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey guys, so Greg, hey, I'm going to ask you this question because it is apparently really complicated for, for Taylor. <laughs> okay. So this is a question from Ask Taylor today. So uh, win or you're done, okay? The loser win is or I'm done. Done. Okay. Done right? like isn't dead. Yeah, yeah dead. Like you oh. Just, oh, we're going more. Just a very... Squid games. Life or death. <laughs> so, very comfortable question on Twitter. You have to have three options, okay? You either do... Uh, you have t- uh, Travis in a chugging contest... Okay. If you lose, you're dead. Against me in trivia. Lose and you're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Alan uh, hitting 30% of 41%. 100... Um, Three-point shooting, basically. <laughs> yes, so 41. I have to go against all of you, and I have to win or I die. Yeah, you yes, have to pick one of those You have to three. pick one. <laughs> Three-point shooting contest against Lee. Oh, you got no chance. You have no chance. <laughs> I've, I've Honestly, against me, it's trivia so easy. I, no, trivia, I'm terrible. So, but no, I mean, I, I'm pretty good at it, but not to, to the level of you. Is it because you've already done that? I've as already well? done. I've already done Travis. Yeah, and he beat be, the hell out of there, me. There'd be the Greg Bergman Memorial. Yeah, control no, room. I'd be dead. <laughs> I, I die. I already. I'm already. I already know. I already did die. So when it came to Emily, I know what she does. She does trivia every single yeah. week and is amazing at it. Yeah. Most likely, I would have a chance, but most likely, die. Okay. You, you are very good. I've actually watched you hit multiple three pointers in a row. Yeah, over bad and over shooting and over night. Again. But you can, <laughs> yeah, ha- you but yeah. you can have a bad yeah. shooting night, and I could have a really good shooting night. Who did Taylor pick? Taylor took Travis. Yes. Really? Yes. 
My Taylor shooting, wants my shooting that range is, you died. I've got, you died. Like, I've got KG shooting range. You know, I can't yeah. shoot. KG is not bad. He would know if he can shoot a basketball or not. I don't, trivia would be close. Uh, yeah. I think Emily Tough. might come out on top. Yeah. And I'm a pro drinker. Goes so. after the champ. Retired pro drinker. Yeah, retired pro drinker. <laughs> I don't know why DeAndre's trying to come in here and try and challenge you. That was the dumbest thing ever. He's a big cheater. Why would anyway. you say that's the dumbest thing because ever? Because it's stupid. The man is trying to. You gutless. He's trying to. He is gutless. He's trying to create something for himself yeah. here. Let the man create something like, for you himself. You don't understand. Here. Whatever. You don't whatever understand what's going on between DeAndre and I. All right. I tried to help out. Never mind. Okay, well, let's get. To we'll go to Patrick Cap because right. so, I'm not happy with DeAndre. We'll do this get later. Line. So Rodrigo Blankenship is doing a tryout for the Buccaneers uh, yesterday, and Rodrigo Blankenship. Uh, and Baker Mayfield have history because Blankenship was the kicker for Georgia and the Rose mm. Bowl, and Baker Mayfield lost that game because of Blankenship's performance. All right, so in that, and so he, so uh, Baker Mayfield went up to Blankenship and was like, uh, I still don't like you. All right, <laughs> so, you know, the, the heat's still there. So sports grudges stick the longest. Uh, Travis, Patrick Cap. Cap. They, they can last a little while, but I think you can move beyond getting beat, right? The athletes, even the very best athletes, get beat, and it happens. And as long as it's on the up and up, you can live with it. Personal disrespect is different. If you do something to me that I think was dishonest, if you do something mm. to a family member, if you do something to one of my friends that is really greasy and low... I'm carrying that around for the rest of my life. If you beat me in a game, I don't love it, but I can deal with it. You do something to me or my family or my friends, we're done. Berg? Yeah, I'm with Travis on this. It is cap. Everything that I do in the sports, you beat me, I'm not going to be happy about it, but that's fine. But if you do something to me personally, I am going to remember it, like you said, and... I'm. I might be fake with you and be like, "Oh, hey, what's up, man? So good to see you. Wow, it's really nice." That's to exactly you. how he said yeah, good morning like to me you. today. I don't like you. It's very. I mean, it's you very much hold that grudge. It's true. There are people that I do that with now. Guys, this is fact. Come on here. How many times have I mentioned Marlon McCree? I still have a grudge over Marlon McCree. How many times do I bring up Dean Spanos? How many times have you guys thought of players that you hate or sports moments? Where you just more than Altuve, but close. But you just go crazy when you think of it. I know there's the personal disrespect, but grudges in sports, they don't go away. They stay for. She hates Grayson Allen. That's never going to change. Yes, and I also (laughs) hate people I played against personally, like girls on soccer teams that I played against personally. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. I mean, these the the list goes on on this show. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are not sports related. They're personality related. (laughs) Yes. All right, Taylor. Fact, fact, yeah, I'm with Slee on this, and I think it's, I think this is a kind of grudge that it's okay to hang on to. You know, it's not like it's going to eat you inside, like one with it a eats family me inside, would. but still, I know. But the bitterness <laughs> of a family grudge is something, something different. The sports is kind of at the end of the day harmless. What game was it? Kings Lakers with the referees? You're going to tell me you don't still have up. a grudge? Don't, don't bring that up. Of course he does. But the whole thing is, I guess, for sports grudges, especially if it's not someone like you personally interacted with, like you didn't play the sport, like you don't, you won't see them. You probably will never have to interact with the person that wronged you. Therefore, yeah, it, it, it feels a little more healthy. Um, I just talk about them on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, this was an issue. So I've been watching this show on Netflix called um, The Ultimatum. And this most recent season is like a queer ultimatum. So it's all women. And this one issue was this person hated the other person's dog. Like <laughs> hated the dog. Didn't want to be around the dog. What kind of dog was it? 
Uh, I want to say it was like a, 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 a husky, but like also didn't like the Huskies dog was in the bed. Okay. Okay. So that's the main thing. Were so, they a couple? Uh, so the whole thing about the ultimatum is like, you're in a couple, someone gives an ultimatum, then you have a test relationship for three weeks, okay. and then you break up. Anyway, so this is a test relationship. Okay. All right. So it's a deal breaker if someone doesn't like your animal. And Travis, imagine that you have an animal. Okay. Berg, Patrick Cap. No, oh, that's absolutely fact. If you don't like Lola, then you are out. It's done. Lola takes Lola precedence. Lola might be the sweetest dog I've ever met. Lola is so sweet and so kind and so wonderful. Greatest dog in the history of dogs. If you don't like Lola, you're out. I have... Doesn't matter. I, you could be the most wonderful person in the world. You don't like Lola. You're not that person. So and I'm 100% out on that. Alan? All right. I'm going to go cap on this. If they didn't like Rookie? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Lady Slee hates him. Huh? The question is... <laughs> Not if they don't like, if they don't like your animal specifically, it's fact. But if, what if they just don't like animals? Like, what if they just don't, and there's a lot of people like, like my mom. Yeah, it's kind of worse. No, let, let me use as an example. My mom is a perfect example. She doesn't want a dog inside the house. If the dog was outside and it was fenced and everything else, like that's how she views a dog. She doesn't want a dog in the house, on a bed and everything else. I don't yeah. think it makes the person a bad person if they want if they don't want she that still dog likes the inside. Dog, though, but she just yeah, doesn't want it inside. She just but doesn't she want still it likes inside. animals. But she still likes the animal or she likes the dog, but it's kind of the circumstance that comes with it. Like so cleanliness. it's not like the end of the world if somebody wants to live that way. Jeff? I like people more than animals. Um, if you don't like my dog and I like you, we'll get rid of the dog. It's fine. Get rid of the dog. Jesus, what the hell yeah. was that? I, 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 it's a dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't feel it like you guys do. <laughs> what do you the hell's the going on here? What do you mean? Yeah, what do you say when you say get rid of the dog? What is get rid of the dog? We're not going to go take it to a house in the country. We're not doing that, right? But a farm upstate, we're not doing that. If I found somebody that I was in love with, that I was crazy about, and they were like Al's mom and just said, you know what? I just don't like dogs. I'm really sorry. I love bye you. Bye. Not me. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. We'll figure Steve something out. Steve Mason's going to hear this, and he's going to come in, and he's going to be so mad at you. That's fine. Won't be the first time. <laughs> that that, that liner of dramatic. just get rid of the dog, yeah. the way you looked at everybody, it was like, I'm whoa. fine. It's, like, it's, it's, like, not, it's, it's not hard for me. <laughs> Lost a little, do the chug contest against the dog. dog. <laughs> Jeez, crap. Taylor? Uh, Slee, yeah, I get the outdoor animal thing. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, if somebody's not into my into my cat, then I I don't know. Or if it's just something we're like, but okay, they love the raccoon. They you, love the raccoon. Or it's like they can't be in the bed. So if you're like, I don't want this dog or cat in my bed, you'd be okay with being like, sure, we can have it, it outside. It, the it can stay outside. Yeah, I'm okay, okay. with that. All right, so uh, Vogue put out a job listing for a new position to be Anna Wintour's personal assistant. So if you don't know, the the movie Devil Wears Prada is based off of Anna Wintour and her assistants. Essentially, Good movie. it's almost hellish mm-hmm. to work for this person because of the demands at there. But it also reminds me of Cousin Greg at the yeah. end of Succession when he uh, he's like, oh, you're the highest paid assistant in history at $200,000. You know, you got to do something. So you would be a personal assistant to a terrible person for the right price. Alan, better cap. Cap. I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, if I'm if, if I'm miserable doing it, I know you could try to hide the money and just say, shut the hell up. You feel fine. Go get me this. Go get me that. Here's the price. I'd just be miserable doing it. So I'd rather just not do it, get less money, and do something I like. Trev? So can I ask a question? 
Is this <laughs> terrible person terrible to me or just a terrible person? They are really, really demanding and pretty terrible to and you. And they have a dog. But they pay you <laughs> so much and money. And a cat. Like, theoretically, they pay you twice what you're making now. So... I've worked for somebody mm. that was very, very, very demanding, right. that paid exceptionally well, but he wasn't a bad guy to me. He was tough. He was not great to a lot of people, but not so much to me. It was awkward to be around at times. It's tough to watch at times, but I wasn't the the target of it particularly often. Yeah, I think I could do it. As long as, as long as to Al's point, if if I was the target of the abuse every day, no, I don't, I don't think be anybody, miserable. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But if it's just all right, I gotta go in here for nine hours a day and really keep my head down. And as long as I do my job, it's all good. Yeah, I think I. I don't think I could do it. I know I could <laughs> go do get it. you the unpublished manuscript of the Harry Potter books, like <laughs> yeah. a devilish product. Right, right. Uh, uh, Berg. Yeah, no, I can do it. I can absolutely do it if for the right price. I mean, it has to be a very large number, but I can absolutely do it. I can, I can put my head down. I can absolutely do all that stuff. Taylor. Cap, I can barely run errands for myself. I can't. I don't know if I can handle that for <laughs> <laughs> somebody that's yelling at me constantly. I, I. No amount of money for that. I'm going to pay you half a million bucks a year to get my dry cleaning. You're saying no? It's for you, Trav? That's <laughs> for, for Slee. Slee? Even? But every day, Slee, you bring Slee his shirts, and he's like, I didn't want any starch in these collars. And you Do it again. Throw hot again. coffee in your face. Yeah, right. but if that's that's what it comes down to. You'll take the 500 grand, but if it's just miserable, and it's specifically towards him... I don't hey, think it take be, the five hundred. By the way, you have a. I do it for uh, you guys. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you'd have a good life if he's good. tossing fifties at you every time you do it. Then <laughs> it's going to work, Cody. <laughs> return this to CVS. <laughs> these, tw- um, you make five hundred grand, but return these twenty dollars sunglasses <laughs> to CVS. I love it. Uh, I love it. All right, uh, Jerry West already <laughs> one of the great Lakers of all time, maybe the greatest Laker of all time, and he may have climbed the list if that's even possible. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. little late. Ask uh, Taylor here. This could be ask everybody in the groups from Sam Kim from La Mirada says, what's the etiquette at a gas station when there are two pumps and the guy in front of you doesn't pull all the way up to the first pump and now you have to go around? Oh, uh, it's easy. Um, a little beep beep. Give him a little of that. Yeah, if he's not if he's not already pumping, right? You just say, hey, "You mind moving up a little bit?" I've had that before where I've told somebody, "Like, yeah, sure." It didn't. Most of the time, they don't even realize that they did that, right? If they're already pumping, and now I gotta kind of go up, and now I gotta maneuver. It is what it is. Are you? I think I just go around. I'm frustrated by it. Yeah, like, eh, right, yeah. I'm not saying anything. I don't think I am. I don't. Either. I don't. Yeah, I try not to talk to people at gas stations ever. Yeah, I'm so hesitant to engage nowadays. You know, I'd rather you never just, know what's coming next. I'd rather just drive around. Yeah, that's a thirty second inconvenience. Taylor, I hold yep, my hand on the honk, uh, on the. <laughs> yep, I hold it on there. Double bird. <laughs> I throw a handful of pennies to get their attention. Yeah, and I, then I, I go from there. What Tyler said, I think, is the thing. Like, I just 
Seems like a lot of people are on edge nowadays. It's just so dangerous Seems out like there, you know? things escalate quickly Man, for Is that how you guys feel? For no reason stuff Maybe I'm just in control. my own little world and I don't feel I don't that know. at As all. As a woman, anything can happen. A little different for you, <laughs> yeah. because like like you said, it's like, as a female, The other night I was uh, pumping uh, like t- air into my tires or whatever and s- someone- Have you still not replaced those? I'm going to no skip comment. past that. No comment. <laughs> No comment. Um, My dad mode is kicking in. Uh, like the the dad alarm is going off frequently. Go ahead. Sorry. But I was putting air in the tires, and uh, a man was trying to be very helpful and help me out. But I was like, nope. It's dark, late at night. I don't want you near me. I just don't. I I appreciate the help, but I I have right to be a little off put. I yeah. Yes, you do. You do. Get some tires. We'll we'll have a conversation. I sure me. fine. I, no, we'll, we'll talk about something. I have an idea. I have an idea. All right, let's go to Gregory in Santa Barbara. Go Gauchos. What's up, Greg? How you doing? What's up, fellas? Um, I just wanted to touch on this Julio thing. Um, where did we go wrong with Julio? Like the relationship, and why are we treating him like he's some ragtag, run of the mill pitcher? Um. Like, you can't find this guy's jersey anywhere. It just it baffles me as a Dodger fan. And I'm one of those Dodger fans that is upset about, like, how we're treating Julio. It's not like we got a bunch of starters that we can just replace them just like that. So um, I just don't understand where we're going wrong with him. Um, one more quick thing, quick thing. Sweet tea. Yo. Tell them, when they come for the king, they bet not miss. Yes, not miss. I'm telling you. Damn right. They bet not miss. <laughs> So, thank you, Greg. So one one thing that I I will say, and this is, uh, and Greg, appreciate you calling in. This is the one thing I, I'll call myself an outsider on this one. I've never understood the Julio thing. I've never understood because I always felt like, wait a minute, why is there? And, and maybe this just comes down to there are so many good players that come up within the Dodgers organization that. Um, but I can't even say that because Walker Bueller was not treated the same way that I thought Julio was treated. There's been other pitchers that have been a part of the Dodgers that have not been treated the exact same way Julio's been treated. You're not wrong. I I've never understood it. Like it's never un- I've I've never understood why you have not said Julio a year ago. We're locking you up, my brother. We're making sure that you're not going anywhere. Why even get to free it? Let's not even do that. Let's just make sure. Let's take sure. that off the table. Let's take that off the table. Never understood it. None of it ever made any sense to me. Well, I think you answered your own question last segment. I think it's, I don't have to pay you yet. I'm not going to. Because I got Miller. I got Stone. I got the, the next crop of guys that are coming in. The same reason we didn't have to pay the guy before Julio. Because we had Julio coming up, right? Mm. This is just kind of how it works. And you don't want Julio to be a part of your oh, organization I, for five, six more don't years. Don't get me wrong. I think that they do, but this comes back to the thing that I've said ad nauseum, which is they do, but they want it on their terms. And I think that, to, to Greg's first question, that's the thing. That's that's where this, if there is a fracture in this, and I believe that there's something there. I couldn't put my finger on it exactly, but I think that's it, that we love you, but we love you this much, and we love you to a point, and we love you mm. so much, but also we need you to be in the fifth inning in this game, and you didn't ask Clayton Kershaw to do that, and you didn't ask Walker Bueller to do that, and maybe the Dodgers are looking at it as, not as in a disrespectful way, but as in, this you're the only one that can do this. We can't ask those other guys to do it, and maybe they mean that 100% sincerely. 
That doesn't mean it's not interpreted differently on the other end. It doesn't mean it's like, well, why am I treated differently than everybody else? I could mean no offense, but you could still take offense to it. Mm-hmm. And now where are we? It's you, you were offended by it. Okay, I didn't mean anything. Okay, I, maybe you didn't, but I'm still offended. And now it just kind of is out there. And I'm not saying that's what it is, but it could be that. And, and it could be just one of those... We love you, but we love you too right here, and we know that somebody's going to love you a little more for it's a nothing little personal. It's, th- it's, it's, it's just business. not personal to any of these guys mm-hmm. on either side. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, mm-hmm. it gets personal when you get into Clayton Kershaw territory. Been here 15 years. You've won a bunch of Cy Youngs. You're an MVP. You're a deadlock cinch Hall of Famer. Greatest pitcher. Can we give him one more year? Yeah, go ahead and do that. But it's got to be still, at the right here, number. Here's, here's the, the problem with the Kershaw one. He's still delivering. Oh, for sure. So you're not paying Kershaw. No, no, no. This is not bad money. No, and that, that was the other thing I was going to say. Even if the Kershaw example is not the best example because the real question with Kershaw is what if he wasn't pitching well? What if he wasn't as dependent they, as he is? They, they were at this point with Kershaw five or six years ago when they gave him the big deal, right? That this is he's at the end, so we're going one by one, and he's got all of the accolades and yeah. the history and everything else. They're looking at this. What they're doing is Kershaw is an incredible value, quite frankly, right now because he's still really good at a relatively low price. Agreed. What they don't want is year six of the Julio deal where he's making $40 million and he's not a very good pitcher anymore. Yeah. And it's like, I, this is, we knew it was going to happen. We let our emotions get the best of us. And they do not let the emotions get the best of them. They, they just don't. They're I think, remarkably I think, strategic. I think what we said earlier is the best way to put it. The farm system allows them to do this where other teams don't have the farm system and have to overpay for Julio. Yeah. Right? They, is that is that the 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 simple way of putting I it? I think that's a big part of it. I I don't know that even if the minor league system weren't as chock full of su- as prospects as they have, I still don't think they do bad. You don't deals. think they they'd feel the they, pressure they, to say, guys, we gotta. It would be turned up mm-hmm. a little bit, but turned up to what point? I think is almost impossible to figure out. More phone calls coming up on that. Plus, did Jerry West keep Kobe in L.A. even longer? Amazing. Jerry West is the master. It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.